Hello, it's the Evil G Podcast, episode 124, the official podcast of Cranking Your Knob. My name is Colin, <laughs> and this is Stu. Hello. <laughs> um, I have just realized something clean mental, and I have to I have to tell someone about this right now. So <laughs> you know the way when we do this podcast, I'm usually quote unquote working, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not now. So I was, I'm in the office and I'm looking at my computer screen and there's so much dust on it that, um, you know, Switchblade's <laughs> symbol on the back of his jacket. Yeah. It looks like that is etched into the dust on my screen. Ooh. Maybe that's a weird it's sign a... that Switchblade's going to be our new world champion. Maybe. That's just bad looking. See the future in the dust. Yeah, I need to clean my fucking screen. That's disgusting. <laughs> you okay. can see where I've been wiping it with my finger in the corner to do like trying to point things out to myself. Why don't Why don't I point things out to myself? But there you go. I guess the old PC hasn't got much use since the Steam Deck came along. Oh no, I'm talking about my work computer. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> that doesn't That's... get much use. <laughs> that doesn't get much use. <laughs> Oh fuck! I hope my boss doesn't hear this. I am so <laughs> fired. I uh, hope I still got a working PC this time next week. I uh, oh shit! What's happening on your end? Oh Jesus! I just ordered some new, uh, some extra RAM and a, a second um, NVMe drive, and I'm going to install those and hopefully not break my PC. All right. I know what the RAM thing is. What's the NVMe thing? Uh, so that's uh, one of the hard drives that uh, is super fast that goes directly into your motherboard, like the one in the PlayStation 5. Ooh. So I have one of those, um, and there's room for another one, so I got another one. Nice. So I have to upgrade my hard drive on my PS5, speaking of that, because I'm just running out of room, and it's pissing me off now. So the one I got is actually, you can use that in a PS5. It has the heatsink and all. Um, what size was it? Uh, two terabyte. And it is... I don't I know go... if I'd be able to do... I'm going to have to, like, I'll just YouTube how to do it, like, but I'm going to have to, because with freaking Mortal Kombat being 110 gig, that is a sign of the future of what we're going to be dealing with. <clears throat> yeah, so the reason I did it on my PC as well, I, I started with only getting, like, one terabyte. I uh, thought mm. that would be enough for now, uh, but it is getting to the point where, you know, three games installed, and I'm like... Uh, yeah. run out of room here yeah. uh, so I'd install another one and then you know may as well double the RAM while I'm at it because I didn't know RAM was so cheap I didn't so, know that either so I have 16 gig in in the machine uh, another 16 gig for 47 pound nice I have no idea what the specs are in the Steam Deck uh, I'm I, going to say they're very good I can get 16 gig on the Steam Deck you could be right. I really wouldn't know. As long as the game runs well, I go, yep, I'm happy. <laughs> hmm. Not having any particular problems, but like a lot of games recommended settings. Yeah, 16 gig. A lot of games uh, recommended settings are 16, so that, yeah, just for, for I suppose safety. that bodes, uh, bodes nicely into what you've been playing this week, because when the, uh, the, the, the specs were released for this game a lot of people were shitting themselves because apparently it was going to melt PCs worldwide and then it turned out it wasn't that bad yeah so I've been playing Alan Wake 2 um, this looks really good 
I have to admit, I, I will pick this up at some stage. Mm, and it, I'm happy to report it is very good. Um, oh, that's good to know. So yeah, there was a, lo a lot of noise um, about the the specs, but like, if you have a modern-ish, like, last few years PC, you should be completely fine. You don't have to worry about it at all. It's really well optimized. It gives you a ton of options uh, to scale back different things uh, where it won't it won't make it look much worse. Hmm. Um, I think the people complaining are the people who, you know, they're still using like an old SATA hard drive and like a, you know, a 1080 or something like that. And I was like, oh, I can't play it on this. It's like, oh, all your stuff's like six years old. Um, you know, a console would be the same. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to play it on a PS4, basically? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's working great for me. Um, nice static frame rate and looks, looks quite nice. Um, Gameplay-wise, as far as I can tell, this is a big change up from the first one. You were saying this is more in line with the Resi remix, which instantly got my attention. Mm. So yeah, they've definitely taken a lot of influence from from Resident Evil over the last few years. Yeah, specifically the remix with it being in, in uh, third person. Has that same over the shoulder, um, the uh, aiming and shooting is very similar. The, um, you know, it has the same sort of, you know, cross uh, quick inventory. Mm -hmm. type of thing uh where you can you know quick slot items um you're expanding your inventory by finding pouches uh you've got a shoe box in your safe rooms that you can put stuff into and that that transfers between them um, sounds very familiar <laughs> yeah so so they've taken a lot of the, the stuff uh the, the map as well as you fill out the map it'll leave icons when you find a thing so like if you leave behind like a, a healing item it's marked on your map which is uh, very handy, and yep. that's that's straight out of Resident Evil as well. Um, and it, it's all good stuff. Uh, so it, in this game, you basically you're playing as as two characters, um, Alan Wake, obviously, and Saga Anderson, who is the new character. She's the the FBI agent who's investigating a serial killer because um, they're finding these bodies of people that went missing like 13 years ago, which is when the first game happened. Um, you know, it's got something to do with the Alan Wake who went missing as well. Um, and uh, weird shit starts happening with uh, these people known as the Taken. Uh, they're the shadowy people you have to hit with the, um, with the torch first to burn off the, the shadow before you can shoot them. Um... Yeah, and you eventually, the, the, near the start of the game, you, you find Alan Wake, and then it's, uh, you're basically trying to stop his evil doppelganger from uh, changing the world because uh, the way this all works is his his writing, uh, his novels can be manifest into, uh, into reality, which, you know, where his doppelganger called Mr. Scratch is trying to basically rewrite the world and to, to suit him, which isn't isn't good because he's not a nice man. <laughs> so as you, you start off as Saga, you play through, it's all got a very X-Files vibe, which I love. Um, oh, cool. You know, you're sort of not a uh, small uh, American town investigating 
weird shit going on. You're the FBI, big city FBI agent coming in. Um, and it's, uh, you go through, you eventually, you, you get to the point where, um, you then switch over to Alan Wake and you sort of, uh, he's trapped in this, uh, thing called the dark place and that's where it sort of gets takes a lot of uh, silent hill type influence there where he's in like a, a fucked up new york um he's trying to find his way out um and you play through that a bit uh until you get out of there and then once you get to that point you can pretty freely swap between the characters uh in the the safe rooms um so there's a uh, an item there uh, a janitor's bucket i'll i'll explain what that is in a minute uh, you haven't played control have you no right <laughs> there's a janitor's but you use that to switch between them uh so they both have their own uh storylines so but you can play them in whichever order you want but the idea is you play through both um and uh yeah i uh, haven't got too far into it uh i wouldn't be giving anything away anyway so the I mentioned the gender there. There's a lot of uh, crossover with control. Um, yeah, they were talking about this. Yeah, yeah. And from the control DLC, we know there was Alan Wake DLC anyway. Um, and you've got the um, Federal Bureau of Control who deals with all the the weird, um, you know, phenomena um, and mm. and shit. They're kind of like it's kind of like the X Files in in yeah. this universe. Um, and when you're playing control, there was a janitor in in the building that you would always run across. Uh, what was his name again? Atty, something Finnish in a way. Um, a lot of Finnish stuff in this game as well. Ramley being from Finland, um, and he he's in this game as well. Uh, sort oh, of very good. Sort of fulfilling the same role as the, the weird guy giving you advice and pushing you along. Um, and it's uh, it's just got that sort of like real intrigue it's like you you find like a a guy doing stuff for the the federal bureau of control and you're like oh it's the thing from the thing and then you find you find Ati and you're like oh it's the guy it's him um uh which is which is cool b moments um but yeah it, it it plays great it's very spooky uh very atmospheric um Everything's very dark. It does do quite a few jump scary things. Uh kind of like, you know, you know an evil dead. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does that. <laughs> but um uh, which which is fine. Um don't mind that so much. But yeah, this this is just this is a really good survival horror game which doesn't have the name Resident Evil uh, and it's you know, it's up there in quality-wise with the the remix and the recent Resident Evils, I think. That is good to hear because I know that came out reasonably priced. We obviously I didn't know this until you told me today. It is a digital only release, mm -hmm. which is probably why they can price it the way they've priced it because they don't have to distribute or make it or well not make it, but you know they don't have to package and do any of that stuff. They just go right, our game's ready. Poof, now yeah. the world can buy it. So Remedy did say that. They made the announcement saying, oh, this is going to be digital only. And people went, what? And they're like, this will allow us to keep the price down. And true to the word, uh, it, it's an epic exclusive. It's £40. Pound. And oh, it's, uh, I think it's 50 on consoles, which is... It is. It's you know, tax, but you know. uh, still below the, the normal on consoles. It is. It's, it's cheaper than fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. 
That's <laughs> fucking nuts. That is nuts. <laughs> and this isn't some wee sort of half-ass thing. This is a full-on, I guess you would say, AAA game. It, the quality... Yeah, Remedy, aren't, Remedy aren't like a fucking indie developer here. Yeah, 100%. The quality is there. Um, and the fact that they can put this out at this price point uh, just raises questions with uh, these other yeah. you know, publishers putting things out for a lot more. Um, yeah, it's just fantastic, uh, high quality survival horror, um, with a very different, uh, very different theming and, uh, atmosphere than, than your Resident Evils, but, uh, carries over that sort of nice tight gameplay. Um, just, yeah, taking, taking the influence where, uh, in, in all the right places, but having enough of uh, its own identity to not just be like some, you know, knockoff Resident Evil. Yeah, that's always good when someone goes, hey, this has been done really well. We'll borrow a bit of this, but we'll obviously add our own ingredients in to make sure that it's still our game. So, mm. I will say that Sam likes in this a lot. <laughs> and Sam, Sam likes always in his always in his games. Oh, yeah, he's the director, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, the he, guy that they based max Payne's face off wasn't he he is max Payne's voice he is max Payne. Oh, is he? he is oh he literally is max Payne. Okay. so in this he plays um an f he plays saga's partner can't remember his name he's an fbi guy as well but he's also um where it gets all weird and um with uh alan wake's writing he's also like a fictional character of alan wake's called uh it's casey something in a way um and I know if Remedy owned Alan Wick, I'm pretty sure this was supposed to, or sorry, if they owned Max Payne, this was definitely going to be Max Payne. Because the way the way he writes that Casey character in in the, his novels, yeah, um, like his inner monologue and all, it's just pure, it's just Max Payne. So Remedy don't own Max Payne? I think it's Rockstar. Oh, you're right. They made Max Payne 3, didn't they, Rockstar? Yeah, that wasn't yeah. Remedy. Yeah, because Max Payne 3 was pure push. It wasn't great. I couldn't play it. It was flashing. It was trying to give me an epileptic fit. I was like, go and calm down game. And there was no options to turn the mad flashiness off. And you just couldn't play it in peace. I, I get that it was trying to be artistic and all that shit, but it's like, I would like to be able to see what the fuck I'm doing without you trying to blind me every two seconds. That'd be a wild nice game, go and pack it in. So I get played like the first level, knock that shit off. It's very over time. Um, it's not a patch on one and two. I, I no, like one and two. Legendary, legendary yeah. games. I, I like the way they did the whole. They went for the noir graphic novel look. Yeah, uh, where oh, all the cool. cutscenes were like still images and stuff. But um, I remember one of the cutscenes actually creeped me out when I was younger. Uh, I think it's like when you're in the factory and there's a guy sort of screaming in the background for ages, and then even though it was still images, it's still creep me the fuck out i was like that is really good design if a still image can creep me out mm, definitely yeah Ra- remedies i like remedies games except for that that one that xbox one they did um oh yeah that quantum one. brick i uh, that's because they were trying to tie it into a tv show and all that shit and people just went yeah. no just make a game just make the fucking game i guess someone thought along that because remedy does a lot of live action stuff in their games yeah. ever since max Payne, and they thought oh well this makes sense um but it was like uh it doesn't really work though um 
and I'll make two is it's uh, a bunch of live action stuff as well mm. um but it's used in very effective way um mm. or then all right you played this but now I go watch this tv show <laughs> you're like no no piss off microsoft stop trying to push your stupid tv service on me fucking hell um yeah i'll wait too when you recommended you play anything yourself uh, i've been kicking it old school this week obviously because tis the season and all that there so i've been replaying the original fear oh and you know what that game has aged very well yeah. um now it has a couple of things from the from the time uh obviously being a mainly pc game they tried to port it and stuff it feels a little a little clunky movement but the actual gameplay is fan fucking it hasn't aged a bit man it just feels class just tearing through corridors just putting slow motion on and just wrecking boys with a big shotgun and it just it still feels really crisp i guess mm. is the word and then I remember I didn't I didn't appreciate this when I was younger when I first played this, but the AI in that game is fantastic. Um, I remember when I was younger, you know, you just pop things on easy and just plow through and just you know fucking own everything in the level. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, you play things a bit harder and you can actually see the enemies, you know, taking cover and you know covering each other, and you're like, this is actually really class. Just these guys know where I am and they're doing everything they can to flush me out so they can pin me down. It's, just, it's pretty damn cool. There's no game that really does much of that anymore because everything's sort of just cover shooters and, you know, the enemies just take cover and, you know, pop their heads up and you shoot them or, you know, or if it's Doom, you know, everything's just out there in the open and you're just blasting it anyway. But it's 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 always been a bit weird to me and it still is kind of, but it's, I guess it's the, the nature of the game. But fear kind of at its heart is a military shooter and yes. a horror game second. I was just thinking that it, it's basically like a Call of Duty modern warfare, but then stick in some horror elements. Yeah, yeah. It it is it is a it is a military shooter first, and then you've got your horror side. And um yeah, I remember at the time fear caused a lot of stir when it was released because of this creepy wee girl who was always just in the background staring at you. Mm. Uh, and then you obviously pointed that last week that uh, the writer of Fear 1 and 2 is the same writer of Resi 7, and it all yeah. makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? He's obsessed with creepy kids. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, get, that story of that through those games gets really fucking weird, doesn't it? Uh, I've only the, played the first one, I think, but uh, like, it gets into... Like that's your ma or something? <laughs> I think yeah, you're you're chasing a boy down in the first game who's like trying to free Alma. And then I think in the is it the second or third game there was a whole thing where you learn he's your brother or something and Alma's your ma and all this here and like I said, I've never played the second or third. I picked up all three of them on Steam for like three pound because it was a steam Halloween sale or something. Mm. And I thought, you know what? I've never played all three of these games. I, I was I think the first fear was a was it original Xbox or 360? 360. Was it 360? I believe uh, so, yeah. Uh, must have been, would have been early 360 then, because I think it was like 2004 or five it came out. Um, so you're talking nearly 20 years ago. But yeah, it still holds up really well. Like I said, the movement just feels a little bit clunky, but the actual shooting and gunplay and everything still feels really, really good. 
And it's it's probably one of the better military shooters out there. <laughs> Fair enough. Forget forget your battlefields and your Call of Duties. Go play Fear instead. As long as you don't have a fear of things flying at your face randomly. I take it there's not a lot of people still playing the online component for this. What, the first fear? Was there online the first fear or was that the second? No, there is. There is. I'd never even bothered clicking the multiplayer. I just sort of thought there would be nobody there. But Yeah, I would oh. assume no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you never know. Especially this time of year, people might go, oh, glued up fear. Maybe have a wee match. But, uh, because... Beer 2, I remember there was a big stir about that because like, oh, it's twice as scary and blah, 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 blah. And then Fear 3, I didn't actually hear much about. Because um, I think I think Fear 3 came out during what we call the brown period. Mm. So it could have been ruined by, you know, oh, we have to follow the trains. So maybe that's why you didn't hear much about it. But I'll, I'll get around to playing all three of them at some stage because I'm a good chunk through the first one because i do remember it i don't know why i remember it so well because i think i only played through it once or twice and you're talking near 20 year ago but i remember it so well it obviously stuck in my mind so mm. it did um but yeah still really good game and i don't know if the <clears> seal's still on but if you've never played fair you should go play it because it's really really fun mm. just speaking of like horror theme games for halloween i was all i also down redownloaded world of horror i'm not sure if i spoke about that before it, that's it, the black and white um uh is that the one that's like a visual novel thing yeah well it's kind of more point and click um uh, and it's yeah everything's black and white uh and it takes a lot of influence from uh junji Ito. so it, it's out, out now it's out of early access um, oh was it early access before it was i ah right, 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 right. it's a it's a very very unique game it's like a roguelite so you're like going through um there's weird old god shit going on in this little town that, that you're in um and you're investigating just the weird shit and it'll give you five random cases and you just go through each one and try and not die because there's combat in it as well there's turn-based combat um hmm. yeah it's it's a pretty cool wee game I finished Medieval because I always do that at Halloween. <laughs> I don't know why I always go to Medieval. It's such a cool game. But yeah, finished it. Sir Dan kicks ass. Um, also picked up a, a, a new game uh, called Little Goody Two Shoes. Right. Um, that literally the only reason uh, was because of the art style. I had no idea what I was getting into. And um, I wasn't going to say anything about it because I played it for like an hour uh, it's like pixel art style but like it's all very 90s anime um it's got these really nicely animated cutscenes and all um that uh, uh and like it's got this filter on it to make everything look like a vhs <laughs> uh which is uh, i really like um it's kind of like a it seems to be like an RPG slash dating sim slash um, horror game, uh, and it, it it's kind of like isometric view. You're moving around chibi character style, uh, you know, sprites, and uh, I haven't gotten into any combat yet. Uh, 
but there's definitely like there's a mana bar there's a lot of uh time management stuff in it so um i don't know how how long i'll i'll stick with that but do you ever just buy something because you see the art style and you go i don't need this so many times <laughs> hell that's why i bought skullgirls <laughs> well at least you did you had a oh at least it's a fighting game i was like i don't even know what this is um but <laughs> but it looks amazing Right. Oh, I tried that last week. We were talking about that crew, country crew, crew country. The, oh, yeah, yeah. Tried that demo. Um, very good. I definitely look forward to that being released. Uh, it's like a old school PS1 horror game, but it's it's obviously not going to have the atmosphere of like a new horror game unless yeah, they yeah. do some cool stuff in it. Which I wouldn't be surprised because they they have this cool idea of um. I don't know what the, the main character keeps telling you her name at the start. And she says, whatever you do, don't forget my name. And then you come across these people and they ask her name and she stops for a second and she always says her name, but it's got like this wee top down. It's almost like a twin stick shooter when you come to aiming and stuff, but Jesus, ammo was very, very scarce. You literally have to pick your battles kind of like, um, Oh, what was that cool space one? I never got around to finishing. Cause my, uh, yeah, I must, I'm gonna have to buy that because my Game Pass ran out, so it did. So I only got as far as the first boss. I would near guarantee that would have been on sale. It is on sale. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna have to pick it up. It's down to like a tenner, and it's such a good. I remember playing it and loving it and going, "This is class." And it was all your Game Pass has run out. I was like, "Father, fucker!" Mm. So yeah, but yeah, must pick that up as well. So oh shit, you can get the soundtrack for that on a very nice looking vinyl. Signalis did that did that mm. soundtrack? It's a very Silent Hilly soundtrack. How do you know it has a cracker soundtrack and I haven't even played the game? I've been listening to the soundtrack though. What? Do you remember that shite mummy film that Tom Cruise had? <laughs> oh yeah, they made that that um The, the Metroidvania. Game. Yeah, 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 that's supposed to be really good. Yeah, everyone says this game actually surpasses the film like tenfold. <laughs> like some people were saying, how did this shit film get this amazing game and all? But I was listening to the soundtrack. It's so fucking good. So I might have to pick up this game just because the soundtrack was really good. And then I was reading <laughs> everyone saying it was really good. So I was like, oh, a Metroidvania. So there you go. I guess we can thank Tom Cruise for a good game because <laughs> his film was so pissed. Boys wanted to surpass nah, it. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. True. <laughs> Suppose we should get on with us. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Let's get into some news then. Um, so the, the Xbox had a thing. Uh, it was a small thing they did. Uh, f- partner, third-party partner thingy. Magic. Go well, out. Just showed some games. Two things of note. They really showed. We saw our first actual gameplay of that Metal Gear Solid Three remake. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was only about a minute and something long, but yeah, it was the in-engine footage. Yep, we saw some crocodiles. Yep. Um, looks looks nice. Yeah, there's some people giving off about it. I don't know what they were giving off about. I don't know. Uh, so it's Unreal Engine 5. Um, yes. Maybe it looks too realistic. Yeah I, yeah, I heard that some people being like, oh, there's no life in it. It's art style. I was like, what? It's a, it's a forest? <laughs> Yeah. It was a forest in the original game. <laughs> hmm. Like, you know for a fact that if Hideo Kojima could have got away with, like, lifelike realistic graphics on a PS2, he would have. So, 
Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know what anyone's complaining about. It, it's Metal Gear <clears throat> Solid. It's not like it's like a fantasy world or anything. So yeah. Now, yeah. Apparently, that this is to be the one the one remake, but I hope they do something with the camouflage system. Yeah, that was a pain in the hole having to go into menus and change everything. <laughs> like move three feet and then change your camo and yeah an or three feet change camo yeah. uh yeah like the camo stuff's all well and good but um having to go into menu so much um yeah you just need a better way of like it's not like you're going for realism because you know it's not realistic you going into the menu and changing your camo yep because uh you should to be realistic you don't have to be getting changed yeah so uh um, yeah it's just just annoying yeah it looks Im- impressive um not much else to say about that the other yeah. thing uh, i had down here uh they showed more of the new like a dragon infinite wealth which is the main series uh, this is the sequel to yakuza 7 like a dragon Yes. With the new guy, um, Ichiban. Yep. Um, basically everything they showed was not even the anything to do with the main game. This is a like a side game mode, uh, which is basically just Animal Crossing. Except like, you know, you what? go to an island and you build the wee town. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fucking mental. It, well, it, uh, it's the stroke like a dragon. It has to be mental. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest, like in this series, all the wee weird side things have always been the best thing about it. Yeah, uh, I've always heard people say that. Uh, yeah. So this is gonna be a whole thing about you. Like, I've never played an Animal Crossing. Um, but no, it's it's kind of like a describe them as life simulator type thing um so this is you just chilling out on this island with all your uh town folk um and doing whatever i guess hmm. um looking forward to that one i think i think that yeah is that coming to game pass i know the the other one the man who sold his name yeah that's been announced for game pass so imagine this one probably will as well probably um, talking about Alan Wake 2 earlier, uh, Remini have confirmed two bits of DLC already. Um, two expansions. Uh, so the first expansion, Night Springs, uh, described a vision and dreams fiction is written and coming true, uh, which kind of, yeah, that's what happens in the game. Uh, fiction collapses and remains just words on the page. These are those stories in Night Springs. So Night Springs is the kind of um, Twilight Zone-style TV show that's been in Max Payne and that before. Yeah, I remember that in the first game. Uh, you would come across the TVs and there'd be mad, silly things happening in the show. Yeah. They made that's... a whole bunch of those for the game, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, and in this, you, you'll play a several, several familiar characters from the world of Alan Wake and experience the unexplainable... In multiple self-contained episodes of Night Springs, a fictional TV show set in the world of Alan Wake. That sounds like fun. <laughs> it does, I. 
Um, and then the second expansion, the Lake House. Um, this seems more like expanding the the, the story of All Might Two. Uh, so, Lake House is a mysterious facility situated on the shores of Cauldron Lake, which is where the game takes place. Uh, set up by an independent govern- government organization to conduct secret research until something goes wrong. Explore the lake house and embark on two separate adventures as the, as the realities of Saga Anderson and Alan Wake collide again. All right, if I'm not mistaken, uh, these uh, DLC packs are like coming at no no cost as well. No, I think. Oh yeah, both these will be no extra uh, for the deluxe edition. Oh right, right, gotcha. The, gotcha. the deluxe edition, if I remember correctly, isn't much more expensive. I think it was. Ten or more? Yeah, just a tanner. Um two DLCs, that's not bad. Yeah. And they sound like they might have a decent chunk of content there. Yeah. No, it's it's fifteen more, but still. Um Yeah, and just fifteen for the upgrade. Yeah. Jeez, I mean fifteen quid for two good chunks of DLC is not bad considering a story we'll t- talk about later on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Capcom in a uh, Q and A section, along with their they they published earning results, um, which had a Q and A section. But they have said in that that they have a major unannounced title planned before the end of the fiscal year, which is March next year. Uh, and that's about all they said. Yep, they they haven't announced this yet. And considering March is uh, five months away, um, like they're saying major unannounced title, but what do they actually mean? Like, yeah, there's, there's no way this is Dino Crisis. No, I wouldn't no. get my hopes up. No, this is gonna be like uh, fucking I don't know, Ghosts and Goblins or something, or Mega Man. I mean, them doing something substantial with Mega Man would get a lot of people excited. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, would be last... a big deal, but I can't see it. Well, they did Mega Man 11. Hmm. But, and there was that recent Ghost and Ghost. I'm trying to think of something. Oh, it'd be like a Final Fight collection or something like that. I'm telling you, everyone's going, oh, Jesus, Dino Crisis or something. And it's not. It's going to be a. It's it's not going to be what people want it to be. But major, I, wa- I want it to be Dino Crisis. It's not going to be Dino Crisis. Could be some Monster Hunter thing. Uh, could be but they're Monster they're already doing like a, a Monster Hunter. That Sunbreak did that come out? Uh, and it's announced already. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that there's plenty of um, there's plenty of Monster Hunter. To go Is around. Dragon's Dogma Capcom? Yeah, but that's announced. I, could it be like a weird spin-off set in between the two games or something? I don't know. I think we're lucky enough to get a Dragon's Dogma 2. I never thought that was happening in a million years, yeah. so... True, true. <laughs> Let's just go with Dino Crisis. Confirmed. There we go. <laughs> Wouldn't that eh. be nice? Devil May Cry... Maybe. Um, 
Like maybe publishers are just learning their lesson now and say, well, we don't announce games until, uh, you yeah. know, a couple of months before release. Uh, we do have um, the Game Awards coming up. True, 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 true. Where, I mean, why don't they just get rid of the awards and just put some trailers on? Yeah, that, that nobody gives a shit about the awards. <laughs> I really don't. No. What was your man's fucking speech last year? God, Chris Judge. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck, he went on, hey. And then everyone got fucked off because Elden Ring won awards. Uh, oh, God, awards. Fix. Take on. Give over. It's Elden Ring was the best game last year. <clears throat> but uh, if God of War was uh, your favorite game, then okay. Why do oh, yeah, you need yeah. someone to give it an award to, uh... <laughs> it's like, please yeah, tell me I... I'm right about the games I like. Yeah, but my favorite games never win awards, do I give a shit? No. Not at all. I still play them. Um, so he, here's a fucked up worrying thing. Uh, Microsoft has started blocking unauthorized Xbox accessories. Yeah, so we were just talking, was it last week, uh, mm-hmm. about your steering wheel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are Microsoft going to block you using your steering wheel now? I don't know, but that's what this sounds like. Yeah, that's a bit fucked up, considering, <laughs> you know, those steering wheels aren't fucking, you know, I'm not trying to be funny or anything, but you've paid for the steering wheel. It's meant to be, who who makes it? Uh, It's a Logitech steering wheel. Logitech. So they designed theirs to be used for everything. And now Microsoft are going to step in and go, no, oh, you have to buy the official Microsoft. Well, one. well, what actually, um, Logitech, the, the one I have is for PlayStation and PC. And then I bought a thing that lets me use it on the Xbox. Yes. But you think if something can work on a PC, it should, it should, I mean, if Forza is on the PC. So if you hook, if you downloaded Forza on a PC and started playing it that way, what, the steering wheel's going to work, but it won't work if you put it in your Xbox with your converter? Come on. Mm. But that's the way that they're, that's happening. So at the minute, if you, um, if you plug in an unauthorized third-party accessory, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll get an error message, and then two weeks later, it'll, it'll get blocked, and you won't be able to use it at all. What about third-party controllers? Yeah, yeah that that'd be included unless it it is a um, so you'll see. Oh, what do you call that crowd that make controllers? But there there's there's third-party controllers that say. Oh, Always like that. Yeah, there's 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 ones that will say um, official um, right. my or Xbox partner. Um, right. Those ones should be okay, but if it doesn't. Um, it's probably so, going to get blocked. So all these boys that have their fight sticks for Street Fighter and shit. Uh... <laughs> yeah, if it's not one that has that uh, yeah. that hardware partner uh, license, then uh, you're shit out of luck. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 hundred um, percent. The statement uh, Microsoft gave, gave as well is pretty bullshit as well, because um, they're like. Uh, 
Microsoft and other licensed Xbox hardware partners, accessories are designed and manufactured by quality standards for performance, security, and safety. Unauthorized accessories can compromise uh, the game experience on Xbox consoles. Uh, gamers may receive pop-up warnings say their accessory is unauthorized. Eventually, the unauthorized accessory will be blocked from use. Uh, to preserve the console gaming experience, uh, a full list of accessories that are supported by Xbox consoles can be found here. Blah. Um, but it's like, uh, who who are you to decide what I can and can't plug in to this thing? Yeah, if you've bought your fucking console, you should be able to plug in whatever the fuck you want into it. It's your console. You like have I, bought this. If I buy a controller with razor blades sticking out of it, that's yeah. that's on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking safety. Um, I'm just thinking for people who, you know, uh, who are not able-bodied and maybe have, you know, got their own designs for their controllers so that they can still play games or microsoft gonna try and go well i don't care if you built this thing yourself so it allows you to play games no it's not on our partner list yeah it, it seems very for for microsoft who it, it you know claims to be like all about players and, and that this seems very anti-player <laughs> if you ask me mm. um it is very unlike them it's a, it's a very Apple move, I think. First thing I thought of was Apple's walled garden. That's what this sounds like. Um, yeah, it's kind of shitty. Mm. Um, speaking of kind of shitty, there's been more layoffs. Um, there were ones we didn't mention that happened last week as well. Like uh, a lot of this coming from Sony. Mm. Um. Like the uh, Media Molecule, the Little Big Planet yep. guys, uh, right, and yep. Visual Arts Group, um, who I think do a lot of sort of um, like assistance work on on games, uh, got laid off. Mm. Uh, and now Bungie, um, it's around a hundred people. Yep, and they did notice that when they announced this, the their player count went down as in people were supporting them, basically saying, no, this isn't done. But they apparently they yeah. they prepared for this and all this here. Yeah, so they're like, oh, this is going to have an effect on our... But the, apparently the Destiny 2 is, has underperformed as well um, in the last year, like significantly. Um, but the, the real shitty part is when Sony bought Bungie, um, people were incentivized to stay on, uh, yep. and they gave people like stock options, like they had stock, and they're and they like, "All right, so if you stay with us for X amount of years, um, you'll get this stock." Um, and basically, the people that, that are being laid off now, they haven't met that threshold. They're just uh, losing that stock. They don't get it. Shit, one. And That's the, really yeah, um, it's a bollocks. Hey. Uh. Yep, uh, this probably isn't the end of this. We're going to see more of this. Uh, and we're probably going to see more companies buying other companies mm-hmm. and spending money that way instead of keeping these people employed. Uh, this industry is a fucking shit show. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, so we recently saw these new playstations and there was one that without a disk drive and an optional disk drive that you could buy mm. um 
So it's now confirmed that if you do that and buy, if you get the one without the disk drive and then buy disk drive, you will have to connect to the internet to uh, install the disk drive. Makes no sense. Uh, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, it's a one-off thing. Uh, I'm guessing that means that disk drive just gets paired to that PlayStation and then that's that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You can't... Like, that's it. That that disk drive will only work with that PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a strange one. Um, I don't know, like, why... Like it, it could be, it could be it just needs to download something to, to get it working. Um, like a MAC address link, maybe. It, it could be There's something oh to do with God. security, but there, there's people giving off about this. Um, yeah, I, I was like, uh, well, if you don't have an internet connection, why did you buy the diskless PlayStation? That is a very valid point. Very valid point. Didn't even think of that. But I guess you could find yourself without internet somewhere, then go buy a disk drive so you can play something. It seems like a very fucking niche yeah. uh, situation that you would have to be in. Uh, I where, think it would be like, if it is, you know, permanently hooked it and that's it, it will only work without PlayStation. That would be where my problem would be because, you know, maybe you buy this thing and you realize, Jesus, I actually don't need this actually. You know, I'm just playing more digital games anyway. I'll sell me disk drive then. And then boys go, nah, you can't. You're stuck with that thing. Yeah. Um, but that's I don't I, I, I don't know if that's the if case. That's even the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's true. We don't. That's just me talking shite. Um, but they, they, they haven't confirmed it or like they haven't said, no, nah, no, nah, you can mm. sit and use it on another um, console afterwards either. So no, they have not. Um, I would have got that. Liza P. Yeah, which I've still not played. <laughs> same, same. But uh, I, I really want to play this. It's, I can't believe how well it's doing. Mm, over a million copies sold, and it is getting a sequel. Uh, the only reason I didn't buy this, like I say, if this hadn't been out on the same day as MK One, I probably would have bought this. Um, should have bought this. <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but they're they're doing big updates and all to it for because um, there was a couple of people saying you know, the, the we were talking about the dodging mechanic and things like that. They know it's still not where they want it to be, so they have a big update and all planned, and then they're confirming that there's going to be a sequel and DLC. So mm -hmm. this should studio doing really well. Yeah, showed a couple of pictures for DLC. There is an old old wooden ship. So um, there's a lot of things based on yeah, so is that like whale oh, stuff? <laughs> and then there's a, I don't know what this is, pipes? Sort of something. Pipes and tanks? It looks all very late game Resident Evil. Yeah. Like a lab. Do you know what I was thinking? Just talking about this game. Do you remember like one of our early podcasts? We were talking about, you know, weird things you could do with Disney for some reason. And yeah. somebody in the group mentioned a from software type game with Disney. I, I would near guarantee that was me. It that was sounds, one of them. <laughs> sounds like someone I would say. I, I think 
I don't think any of us thought of Pinocchio in particular, but you know, it it's not mad how things come around. <laughs> mm. I know right. of uh, they they do tease at a sequel at the end of this game. I'll say no more. Um, but yeah, I don't sequels. know the I don't know how close the actual story of Pinocchio is to the original Disney film because that's the only thing I know about Pinocchio is the original Disney film. But um, I I don't know how a sequel would work. Depend. Well, I don't know. Uh, Disney films usually really really sanitize those original um yeah. uh fairy Don't tales because because yeah. like grim fairy tales and hans christian anderson stuff is fucking bleak yes it um is. which uh really puzzles me when weird conservative guys go nuts when they change something from the disney it's like we've always done this because yeah. you know times change and different things become acceptable why are you getting so angry over a children's movie you weirdo <laughs> but uh yeah um we'll get around to playing this okay. yeah it's i have no excuse it's on game pass i really should uh, download it on the xbox here and get to it um because i haven't played any console stuff in ages mm. i'm actually look, that's the thing i'm looking for a nice good chunky single player game again hmm I, I want something like I can get through quickly, and I think there's something on Game Pass that was just added. Um, that is it, Jusant, or is it? Is there a French way to say that? Do you mind seeing the trailer for this? It was the uh, climbing game. Oh yeah. Uh, by Don't Nod, and it looked yes. really cool. Um, and apparently that has a playtime about five hours. Nice. And it's just climbing puzzle game. Um, I might have to give it a look. Oh, what is this? War Tales? Ah, it's strategy. Get away. <laughs> no boy, no. Um, yeah, Lies P coming soon. I mean, DLC coming. I don't know if it's soon. Uh, sometime. When it's done. Yep. <laughs> when it's done. Lies P forever. So, uh, did you check out Fall Silent Hill's Ascension? Right. What the fuck is it then? I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't check it out. Uh, right. So, uh, as I understand it, it is a thing you watch, right. and then there's decisions to be made that can be voted on by the audience. Right. Um, and then there's some puzzles in there that you can do, right? If you want. Now they were touting this as ah, this is free, free to play. Go on uh, there. Uh, uh, right. This See where this is going. <laughs> but the first thing you get hit with is they're like, would you like to buy a Founders Pack for 20 quid? Um, a Founders Pack for a TV show? Yes. Uh, and also, would you would you like to buy the Season Pass for 20 quid? What? Um, and you'll get an exclusive emote Emote? What do you mean? I uh, thought this emote. Was you watched. But there's also a live chat that's running all oh, the fucking time. Fuck's sake. And you can put emotes in it. Oh, and the, no. uh, there's this special emote that in big rainbow letters that says it's trauma. Right. Um so which... they tried to turn Silent Hill into a big meme generator. <laughs> Pretty much seems like what's going on here. This is this is they are um 
any legacy of Silent Hill being taken seriously anymore is just fucking shat on. Yep. Um, yeah, so uh, the puzzles in the game for a start, you don't have those for free. You get one. You need to buy the £20 season pass to get all of the puzzles for the series. Um, which means the game ain't free. If the puzzles are part of the game and you have to buy the puzzles, then the game ain't fucking free. You get half of the, you get the, it's like you going in for free, um, and just getting the cutscenes. Yeah. Um, also, uh, these, uh, decisions to be made that are, uh, voted on by the, the viewers, mm-hmm. it costs an in-game currency called influence points. Uh, you can earn those by doing the puzzles uh, and other and watching the things. You can also just buy them. Of course, you can. Uh, and the more the more points you can, the more voting power you have, which is very very dystopian of them. So, <laughs> what what happens if I don't bother with this when it's out, and then I come along six months later and go, I want to watch this. But all the decisions have already been made for me, I guess. I guess it's just over. I, I'm guessing their thing is, oh, we'll keep it going, we'll do new stories. Um, this whole everyone watching this thing together and voting for choices, I, from the very get-go, was like, this uh, doesn't seem like it fits with the Silent Hill at all. No. No. Which, um, you know, are always very solitary games um, and very, uh, very personally focusing on a single character um, and the stuff that they're going through, um, which this is not. Um, it's like, oh, from what you're describing, it sounds like, it sounds like, you know, those old 90s fairground rides where you'd be like in like, uh, you'd be in like a theater and in front of you would be like a panel of buttons and just that audience just goes through the story and they do the voting that way. It just sounds like <laughs> they've taken one of those and tried to put it on the internet. Yeah, it's the Futurama thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to calculate to A, the, yep. get chased down a corridor of fire explosion, or B, do uh, taxes? Do taxes. Yeah, the monetization, or the, the prices for, like, th- there's not much gameplay in this. You're not getting any emotes. It's just like a wee fucking picture you put in a chat, and they're like, uh, £20, please. Where do you quote unquote play this? On your phone. It's an app oh, for your phone. It's an app. Right. Um, so, I got a, a reminder for it because I read some interest and then it was like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. That I, I already know I'm going to play this and be like, for fuck's sake. Um, so I'm just going to leave it and put all my hopes on F. Um, yeah. and we'll leave it at that because I have zero fucking hopes for the, the remake it's yep. Bloober Team yep Um. so come yeah. on F <laughs> be good be good please please you know what the worry is though uh, Silent Hill Ascension is obviously dead on arrival if this Bloober Team game doesn't sell well I could see Konami going right fuck oh. that scrap everything Cancel an F. Yep. Yeah. 
I can see that happening. They'll just go, nah, scrap this. Silent Hill isn't as popular as we thought it was. It's like, no, you're releasing shit. You just think people will buy stuff because mm. it's Silent Hill on it. Stop releasing it. thing is, I reckon the Blooper Team remake will sell. I reckon it will shift uh, copies. Uh, probably. Well, you're probably right, actually, just because it is called Silent Hill 2. There's also a whole generation there that hasn't been able to play the original uh, and will probably, you know, they the, the newer generation gets caught up in the hype. That's how, like, you know, the Resident Evil remakes do so well. It's like the people get caught up um, and go, all right, I have to look at this because all these old fucks won't shut up. <laughs> so, so maybe that'll happen as well. But in Resident <laughs> Evil's case, those games delivered were... <laughs> yes, yeah, that is the difference. Yeah. Um, but... Well, technically, we are getting a, a, a good Silent Hill sequel, sort of, anyway, because we found a Tormented Souls 2 is happening, so I'm more mm. excited for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm completely prepared. Well, I already had been like, you know what? Uh, I got the Silent Hill that I got, and I'm happy with that. Let's move on. Yeah. And if, I, if that doesn't change, then so be it. Yeah. Um... Capcom. This makes the story makes me laugh. God damn it! Capcom warns of uh, reputational damage from mods which violate public order and morals. AKA, stop making Leon naked. <laughs> Actually, they they have not uh, they have not defined what um, what these public morals are. That's basically what it is. They're basically or, said, public. Stop it. Stop taking Leon's shirt off because everyone goes clean nuts and public order is lost. Yep. Stop putting Nemesis in swimming trunks. <laughs> oh dear. Why would you do that? And it's a, and for when I looked at this, it's like, all oh, right, they, they mean that people ripping out uh, assets and making porn with them, which is like every game ever that's going to happen. Sorry. Yep. If you yep. put your shit on PC, someone's going to do that. And then I was reading, I was like, no, they mean mods? Yes. Odd. What what could possibly? Uh, I don't under, understand what they're getting so uh, worried about. I just think the fucking public uh, yep. the public order of morals. It's like yep. what a weird way to say. Please stop putting nude fucking mods on her game. Yep. I I don't get what the big deal is. Either, like, what are they so worried? They're thinking someone's going to see that and think they did it? <laughs> oh, this Resi 4 remake's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone running around in the nip during the zombie yeah. apocalypse? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, hey. Uh. Um, <laughs> They've also said uh, that they define all mods as cheats. Uh, and they want to do anti-cheat stuff, uh, and you're like, man, these are single-player games, what are you talking about? Yeah. What like, the fuck? Seriously, someone mods a game to give themselves... Some uh, extra health? Health eyes, like, what, what the fuck are you losing? Yeah. That means they can actually enjoy the game at their pace? Fucking hell, guys. Is this some uh, artist's original intended vision bullshit where like, no! No, that's a, don't I think do it's that. Exactly what it is. I think it's exactly what it is, mate. 
Just, no, no, play the game the way we told you to play it. Uh, people need, they, they need to chill out. It's like, yeah. just, just enjoy the money they paid and uh, yeah. let them do what they want. Yep. Uh, as, you, as you say, you put your game on PC, weird shit's going to happen. You fucking deal with it. Hmm. Yeah. You, you, you can't have it both ways. Uh, GTA 6 uh, apparently has some patented locomotion system that will make really realistic uh, character animations. Uh, the, the Rockstar's been putting their money again into pointless details that no one's going to give a fuck about. <laughs> But Stu, this will like change the way people move if there's like wind or they hurt their leg. Oh, uh, are you wait? So hang on, hang on, hang on. Sometimes let, let's be honest. Red Dead Redemption 2's fucking movement was heavy as it is. I don't need fucking Arthur, whatever his fucking name was, moving any slower because there's a breeze. <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> we need more of that. We need more of that plodding fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh. Um. Yeah, that's what that is, isn't it? It's a way to make this shit even more like yeah, really realistic animations. Yep. Uh, yeah, I hope the, the best, characters you. <laughs> the best mod I seen recently on Red Dead Two was someone I don't know how they did this, but they fucking basically made Arthur move like Sonic, so he was just blasted across the map. But it was so fucking funny because if he, hmm? now, go ahead. If he because if he hit. If he hit anything, he would ragdoll like fuck. So he would just go flying to cartwheels for ages. <laughs> that actually does sound more fun than mine. I was just teleporting. Oh, were you teleporting? <laughs> I just teleporting about the place. I was like, ah, I need to hunt a, a, a mountain lion. Spawn in the mountain lion. Oh, the mountain lion killed me. <laughs> <laughs> you were prepped for it coming. And it I knew it was coming and it still killed me. <laughs> Because the shooting in that game is also shit. Oh, but this realistic it. guns, I was saying, I don't care. It's not fun. It's supposed to be a fucking video game. Uh, I, oh, I've been, we've been over this so many yeah, times. But, yeah. yeah. I want a fucking spaghetti western, not a authentic fucking old west simulator. Yeah, I want the good, the bad, and the ugly, not the fucking revenant. Yeah. And lastly, like, oh. <laughs> don't usually end the news hunting downers, but this is fucking pish. Um, Ed Boon is pissed. <laughs> is, is he pissed off at this? Or just, yeah, right. he's been putting out very cryptic tweets where he's not, he's not basically saying what he's allowed, to, what he's angry at, but he is saying that he, he is angry. Yeah, so... Um, Fuck me, Mortal Kombat 1, uh, it was all very worrying looking the way the in-game store was. Uh, As I've been saying years before, I don't like stores. Yeah, you've been explaining. Uh, now they've done Halloween-themed, a Halloween-themed fatality, and they're charging $10 for it. 10 bucks. It actually works at £10 as well. Oh, okay then. Yeah. Uh, so there's, the, for a a single fatality yep um this game is 60 pound uh, 65 if you pay full price right uh so that's like one how many fatalities are in this game um many does it actually come with two. Everyone, everyone has two fatalities and there's 24 characters 
Uh, so they're charging 10 for one. You can see that the math just doesn't add up. No. Uh, and I don't even have to factor in Kurt Angle. Nope. <laughs> so what the fuck is going on over there at Netherrealm? I fucking Warner Brothers have man, it, they, people are pissed and uh but obviously the, the community and the fans are really pissed. Um like the 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 skins were what, a fiver? So there you go, a skin's a fiver, right? How yeah. Is, how is there more work put into a fatality, which everyone can do, by the way, than a skin? Like, a character model is involved in a skin and all that there, whereas, you know, a fatality, you're just creating movement between two... That's They are basically dummies, and then you put the character models over the top of them. Oh, right, so this, the, this is... Anyone can do this. Yeah, the, the Halloween fatality can be done by anyone. Oh, yeah, yeah, can be done by anyone. I believe. That's yes. kind of fucked up as well. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think that's the whole point of it. It's not like for a particular character. I know there's stage fatalities that are all the same regardless, but... Or you could be right, actually, because there is a Halloween stage, but I don't know if... I don't think that's permanent. Because if the if the Halloween fatality only works in the Halloween stage, which means it will disappear after Halloween, you've paid a tenner for something you can use for what three weeks of the year. <laughs> also, like, why the fuck would you be using Halloween stuff outside of Halloween? Yeah, like you know, in any game that has Halloween event stuff, you put that stuff away after Halloween. Um, yeah, this is just shit. This is a uh, kind of a fan base being seen how far it can be pushed how much they can get out of them and it's really cynical and I don't like it no no I have to, I, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> no I did notice and I don't know if this was like a, oh sorry about this or whatever I logged into MK this week and I was given a thousand of the premium currency right so you can almost afford <laughs> I can almost afford it I, you know, I don't know why I was given it though. I I've was there of, I, any downtime? There, uh, maybe there was. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's what it was for. But um, I have a thousand of the premium currency, so I'm going to basically hold on to that until I see a skin that I like and go, "Ooh, I'll have that." I'm not buying no fucking stupid fatality. No, why would you? Yeah. Also, Halloween's over. You'd look like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it is, it's very worrying to see what else they'll try and do then. It's like, oh, well, if some people are paying for this, I don't know. But Ed Boon has been putting out tweets, basically very slyly saying that he's not happy about certain things um, and that he has been hearing what fans have been saying. So, like, we've seen Ed Boon on interview. I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, if he's, if he's, covering shit up then I won't be happy about this but we've seen him before in interviews he is just mm. an old man that likes to make games yeah generally because anyone that's um, paid attention to the, the site Giant Bomb over the years like those guys aren't bullshitters uh, that's a yeah. lot, like I said Jeff Gershwin that, and they, they would always have him on and they describe him like on podcasts they're like no that's actually him that's just how he is he doesn't really care about anything else just making the game 
and you can see that because like it's not like he's in executive positions and shit no no he's still just on the ground making the games um yeah but yeah th this is fucked up this is pure as you say this is executive level bullshit like right uh we see all the uh, what how'd you put it last week a game has to have a tail now and that's the thing but i mean mortal kombat games since nine have always had their dlc characters that's where you get you know your extra money if you have to make it yeah so why do we need a rotating store as well you know and usually the only games that get away with this sort of shit is free to play games this is not a free to play game exactly exactly they're probably looking like you know call of duty um charges a lot for their premium skins and and all and they're probably looking at that and being like oh maybe we can get a piece of that um mm. unfortunately your fan base for this game is a bit more hey hold I, on like not even like you remember <laughs> back 2012 capcom were the greedy bastards of the gaming industry they weren't even pulling shit like this mm. like they were known to hide characters on disc and put them behind a paywall but at least it was freaking characters they weren't just going i give us a tenor for a new move which it's not even a move it's i don't know a, a cutscene at the end of a match for a tenor i'd be expecting at least two entire characters with yeah. their own two fatalities each yep well, that's uh, the, the season pass is what? The season pass is £25 and it comes with six characters and five cameo fighters. So there you go. Who, the all have, who all have two fatalities. Yeah, and the cameo characters each have a fatality. I forgot about that as well. So there you go. Yeah. There's even more fatalities in the game. It, it, so, just, it's just really exploitative bullshit. Trying to get people yeah. out of FOMO shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's disgusting. It is. Uh, I just... I know it's going to damage a really good fighting game as well. That's the worst thing. Mm. Like Mortal Kombat 1 is a really good fighting game. I just worry now that these big corporate bastards have said, not where we want our extra money after the game's been sold, even though we're selling it for 65 quid a pop at full price. So I don't know. Yeah. Bastards. What does Ed Boon do? Clear off and start a new studio? <laughs> I mean... The question is, can he let go of Mortal Kombat? Yeah, can you let go of your baby? Mm. I, I yeah, that's the hard thing for him, I guess. Maybe he goes away. Like, make... There's no way they're breaking away themselves. Oh no 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 no! He should go make Mortal Kombat the spell combat with a C. Oh, that'd be genius. <laughs> <laughs> or go work for Capcom. <laughs> Say that. How's it going? Fuck, can you imagine that? That'd be some story. But, yeah, yeah, sad day. Sad day. Dynamite! Yeah! Talk, talk about wrestling now. Um, talk this week's wrestling. Some good yeah, wrestling this week. There was some fantastic matches. Um, this one very, very good match. Like, oh, yeah. There is Can't a standout think. match of this week. Um, but in Dynamite, we had MJF to, uh, taking on Juice Robinson and uh, 
we we saw Roderick Strong um, <laughs> and others trying to, you know, help help out, but uh, not really. Uh, they they come up beforehand, offer help, and I love the way MJF just pushes Roderick Strong in his wheelchair out of the shot. Yep, brilliant. <laughs> Uh, I did enjoy the fact, obviously. So we we ha- we have the the match. The the match between MJF and Juice was fantastic. Um, but we we have a bit of shenanigans at the end, and you know you normally get that thing where someone's getting a beat down and somebody comes in and does the save, and <laughs> fucking uh, Taven and Bennett. Go for the save, but it doesn't work out. And you're like, I've never seen that before. <laughs> it's a it's a good match with a, a lot of um like who can cheat better? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah, there was a lot of that as well. Yep. Um you also had Jay White on, on commentary on, on the desk. Oh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. I don't no, what made me laugh was Jay White joined them during the ad break, and I don't know if he knew what the hell was going on because during ad break, Shivani, Taz, and Excalibur are lunatics. And he was probably <laughs> sat down going, "What the fuck type of commentary is this?" <laughs> That's right, because he's like, "You're not going to introduce me." He's like, "We're in break." Nope. <laughs> <laughs> just big leagues him during the break. <laughs> just giving him shit. Yep. Oh, absolutely amazing. We we get a, a diamond ring versus zirconium ring <laughs> spot where both guys put their their respective rings on. MJF's wins. Yep. I uh, actually was a bit surprised MJF got the win in this match. Yeah. But uh it's good to keep you guessing though. Yeah. I like that. Keep it going. Um, Everyone thinks they've got it worked out in their head how it's all going to go, and then it just goes nah, nah. Yeah, so so they set up uh, right after this uh, full gear. Um, he's MJF's going to defend those Ring of Honor tag titles against yep. the Ass Boys. Pulling double duty again. Another handicap match. Actually, the graphic shows that MJF's allowed to have someone. Oh, because it has the Shadowman guy? It it does say uh, MJF and TBA. So is that going to be Samoa Joe? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> He's going to have Big Joe in his corner. Um, yeah, there's just so much going on with MJF right now. I, it's kind of cool because for a while, we only ever got MJF wrestling like once every so often. And now he's wrestling like fucking... Two times a night. Yeah, he, he's all like uh, interconnected fucking feuds with all these different peoples, and the lines are like their heel face. Who the fuck knows? It's like yep. it's all over the place. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, we we had the the acclaim come out as well. Yeah, they actually made the save. Yeah, yeah. Uh, MGF still turned them down for their help. Uh, and then... Uh, He's agreed to the match, but he doesn't have three partners yet. Yeah. And then we get... Because uh, not enough people have come out yet. No! <laughs> well, well, MGF's going up the ramp, Kenny Omega comes out. 
Um, I want that belt. Yeah, he he wants to defend his streak. His uh, long he's is the longest reigning uh, at the time of Dynamite, the longest reigning AEW champion of all time, and he's uh, invoking his right to defend that record, uh, which MJF agrees to. Yep. And then Kenny's all like, three days, bitch." <laughs> Kenny is so good in the microphone, but he's so humble about everything when he does interviews. I don't, I don't think Kenny knows he's as good as he is on the mic. Yeah, he's got a very unique mic style. Yep. I just love to say, well, gee, gee golly, man. <laughs> <laughs> gee golly, gosh. <laughs> he's so fucking good. Um, yeah. That was announced for the coming Saturday's collision. Then we also get like uh, a bit with Wardlow being like, I'm going to beat MJF as well. <laughs> That's right. So I guess man is so many people a, after him. Yep, there's a lot of angry people after MJF. Uh, we got Dark Order on TV again, yay, but they were just like squashed by Hook and RVD. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say squashed, but you know, Johnny Hungy got the show off a bit. It was fun. Yeah. Didn't uh, mean they should, it would have been class if they just battered RVD and won. But not happening. Uh, <laughs> Sting. Oh, uh, yeah. Tony Cannon, a big surprise for Sting. Yep. The big surprise was an old man. Was a very old man. Ric Flair was the yep. surprise. Yep. I didn't care. Uh, I mean, Ric Flair gave a speech saying how great Sting was. Um, and then Christian came out and just told everyone Ric Flair was dead. <laughs> and then challenged them to a match. Sorry, Tony Khan is a billionaire and this is the present he gets yep. you. <laughs> what the fuck? Christian's so good at burying people. He's so fucking good. But then he's all, oh, we'll, we'll take yours. We'll have, you know, I've got my oh, two no. guys and uh, you get two or you get another person and everyone goes, right, not, well. Not player, Jesus be. Christ. Um, no, I obviously know who it's going to be. Who? It's going to be fucking Edge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I, no, I was just laughing because I just read what Cage actually said. <laughs> it's like, Tony Khan's a billionaire, but his present was a suit, gold chains, and a black liver. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. He's a super kick away from turning to dust. <laughs> That's a super kick away from turning to dust. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at that point I do remember Luchasaurus was actually giggling and trying to cover it because he does the thing, you know, where he opens the mouth and puts the tongue out, and I'm pretty sure it was to cover a laugh. And then Sting ruins it by doing a stupid sneeze. Thing. I'm allergic to jackasses. Near. Oh, Shut yeah. the fuck up, you ass. Yeah, that was terrible comeback. Guys just fucking buried you, and your reaction is, uh, I'm allergic. <laughs> but I guess we're getting that match at full gear. Uh, 
Chris Jericho was getting interviewed and he's all like, I've got friends bigger than Will Hobbs. Oh dear God, Jericho is coming back. Oh, is that who you think he was on about? I hope not, but I think so. Oh God, that's a good point. Yep. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I, thought um, he, I actually thought he was going to go beg Hager. Mm, yeah. Is so would you, is Hager's taller, like, but yeah, bigger? True. No. Uh, the Elite beat the Hardys and Brothers A for the six man tag titles. Probably like a bit of a thrown together match just so they could defend these titles because they haven't done it in a while. It was an entertaining match, though. It was. Um, we, we got um, good uh, f- uh, f- good performance from Isaiah. Um, he's pretty much carried the match for his side. Like Matt, Matt did his first year, but like uh, Jeff at this stage just comes in and hits hits the. A couple yeah. of moves, uh, and that's that's him. And then goes lies down. <clears throat> Where the fuck is Mark Quinn, and when can we have private party back? Yeah, I noticed that Isaiah was actually wearing a proper private party top again. Yeah. Which he hasn't done in a while. Yeah. So, um, I'm hoping it's soon, because I do miss private party. They were fucking brilliant. Mm. But they need their old music. Their old music was better. This is a private party. They need that back. And then we had like the wee sort of VT part at the end. We uh, fucking basically swerve, breaking into people's yeah, houses. Yeah, I was going to say, that was a very, very fucking creepy thing segment from Swerve. Yeah. He's creeping around in the hangman's house and going into his Wayne's bedroom. Tell them <laughs> he owes him a debt. <laughs> it, was fu- it was good. Yeah. It was, good, was creepy as fuck. Yeah, I definitely... <clears throat> uh, Nana actually helped sell it because he was all, man, we shouldn't be doing this. This, this, this is too much. This is too much at all. Yeah. He's like, we got to go. We got to go. What match good. do you reckon they'll do at full gear? Because this isn't going to be... They've done the standard singles match. Yeah. They'll, they'll ramp um, it up. Trying to hank. What could you do? Uh, it's going to be something bloody anyway. You know that. That's man standing. It's hangman, so maybe something a bit more cowboyish. The old Texas death match. The old bull rope. <laughs> maybe. Could be something like that. But it'll be a good match because them two put on an absolute cracker last time, so give me more. Mm. Edge was the, had a sit down, which was whatever. What did he talk about this week? Oh, yeah, that's right. And then uh, Sting and Darby interrupted him and told him to wake up and all this here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that you're right. He is going to be Sting's partner. Yep. Uh, Hikaru Shida just uh, beats Ruby Soho um, to retain the woman's title. Wasn't a great match. You know what I was thinking about, though? This, is, this should have been a lot better because... So, so who can do a good match? We've seen her do good matches, so I don't understand why there was so many. She's she's capable, but the the sort of first three quarters of this was just like they they weren't on the same page at all. No, um, they definitely weren't. 
picked it up towards the end. Yeah, it it finished well, but uh, the the like you said, the opening three quarters. I remember there was a point where you know, was the wrestlers do that thing where they sort of wave the other one to come in running so they can do a mm. segment or whatever. I do remember she you know waving for like a good five seconds at Ruby, and Ruby wouldn't move. I was Aye. like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah. Um, aye, it's fucked up. We get the like the Tony Storm is uh, she's got she's the number one contender for reasons for well, she's not number one contender because there's other defensive, but she's getting a shot at full gear. Yeah, because was wasn't that like a four way match she won? Did she? Like, yes, there was like a four way match like a week or two ago that she. Oh won, right, right. At least that's what give her that. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, she's at got. At least a, they're building the match. Yeah. At least there's something to that. Um, she's got a butler now. It's Luther. That did make me laugh. Is Chaos Project dead though? Or sorry, not Chaos Project. Spanish and Ice Project. Ice Project. Uh, I don't know. But she's eating oranges now, and spitting mm. them out. Um. But my, but my only worry is is. is like this, like people, this character is over as fuck, and she just comes out and people goes nuts now, and you're like, this sort of should have been when what happened when she was the champ. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I pretty much guarantee she's winning at full gear. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! So I, I think, um, it's just because she is getting all these cold defenses for no yeah. reason, because in collision. Uh, well, Rampage, they do the four-way to decide who's someone who will face her on Collision. Yes. Which, the returning Abaddon, who we haven't seen in ages, they... So good to see Abaddon. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> they have that match. At the, well, we'll talk about the Collision match now, anyway. It was good. I don't like the fact that it was a gimmicky... Halloween match, so I would, it yeah. would actually it would have been fine if they put any amount of effort into making it a Halloween match, not just put some cheap ass Halloween decorations around the ring. Like it's yeah, yeah, there was a point where they were basically battering each other with styrofoam. Yeah, clear as day it was styrofoam. Yeah, and it's like. Um, <sighs> The, the match was, was good, though, because both can work. Yeah. It, it just seemed a bit fucking shitty to have this be your champion and mm. defending the title in a match like this. Yeah. Um, but I will I point out... I call back to uh, Sheeta not liking or being scared of Abaddon. Yeah, she, cool. starts, she starts out like that, but then sort of... She's a lot less yep. scared this time. Um, yep. <clears throat> I will point out like, a cool thing about this match, though. So, um, the, uh, the gear, <laughs> she'd have full yeah. on fucking Ada Wong, yes. um, and Abaddon dresses Spawn. <laughs> that was fucking cool. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I like that, but, uh, yeah, it's just, she, this title one of Sheeta is just like here, uh, defend against this person, now defend against this person. And yeah. she's not really doing anything else. Yeah, you are. You're probably right. They're doing this whole thing to build. It, it seems to be the thing Tony can does with the women, right? We'll build one woman up, make her a big deal. She'll win the belt. Then we'll build another woman up, and she'll just take the belt off the champion. But there won't be any story between the actual champion and the person she's fighting. We'll just build a person up, so then they're over with the fans and they take the belt off them. 
Tony Khan either doesn't know or uh, he just doesn't care. He either doesn't know what to do or how to build a woman, or he just doesn't. Uh, he doesn't give a shit about it. Mm. Well, he did uh, say that too many women's past matches ruins the pacing of a pay per view. So, like, you know, that tells uh, you all you need to fucking that, know. That pretty much says uh, right. So uh, you don't give a shit, and you think mm. you you're still in the mindset that you think women's matches is a sideshow. It's a mm-hmm. in between part. Which is not the case, and you've had women main event shows, and they do, they get your precious fucking ratings, um, and you still won't give them the what they deserve. Yep, which is just shitty. Big time. Um, Danielson and Castagnoli take on Orange Cassidy and Okada in the main event. Uh, this was really good. It was fantastic because yep. Danielson and Okada, little like, uh, and then we have Castagnoli and Orange Cassidy, no slouches themselves. Nope. Um, Danielson got injured. Yeah, it seems to be a thing. Okada just keeps injuring Danielson. <laughs> Every time Okada's been in an AEW ring, someone's got hurt. No, (laughs) no, we're not saying Okada's not saving. It's just bad luck. It's not him hurting the guys. Um, and in fact, the uh, so Danielson has a broken broken orbital bone, which is just about the cheek, uh, where your eye is. Um, it I think that happened against Andrade. So the maniac wrestled this match, and it was already broken. Oh fuck off. He, so he already was broken before he got into the match? Apparently. What was it? He's a madman. He is a madman. He, he's an absolute maniac. Um, he, so he's a so he's a broken orbital bone, and he gets into a match going, right, I'm going to face a guy whose finishing move is a punch to the face, and another guy whose finishing move is a clothesline to the face. <laughs> what could go wrong? And I'll take both of those. And I'll take that. I won't even have Claudio do it. I'll, I'll take them. Jesus Christ. Um, I did love Okada at the end. <laughs> Fucking just like, wow, what's wrong with me? Oh, me? Oh, my face. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Got a sore face. Oh. Oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, th- this this match just picked up like 100 miles an hour at the end. It was so good, hey? Mm. Aye. Um, I was surprised at the finish. I honestly uh, thought they would give Okada a, a you know a big moment win, but no. Or Cassidy took the pin from uh, Castagnoli. Yeah, um, I guess fine because uh, Okada's not not getting pinned. Um, yeah, yes, it gives Castagnoli a title shot as well. Then. True that he's probably not going to win. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder how they'll do that though. Just have Cassidy beat him. Mm. Why not? He's, he's done some interesting wins against the big guys though. Mm. So. You may have to pull out some shenanigans. It'll be good. Um, but I think Okada is over here for a while or something. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Uh, fucking everyone comes out at the end here. We've got Hook and Rocky, Statlander, right. Moxley, Yuta. Um, I wonder... Yuta uh, had a wee bit of a... The fuck do you want? Uh, <laughs> Hook's all fucking curl you if you want. <laughs> 
<laughs> we could well see. Well, um, I wonder if this puts any doubt on the Okada dynasty. Which right, it hadn't been announced, but I was just assuming Wrestle Kingdom mm. Okada Danielson. Too. There was a lot of people saying that uh, Wrestle Kingdom was supposed to be this because uh, Danielson's injury is going to keep him out till after it. So, well, it, they've said it'll keep him out for the rest of this year. Oh. Te- technically, no. Wrestle Kingdom is like the first weekend of the new year, but still, yeah. that's not this year. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I don't think he'll be ready for them. But what about as a replacement, John Moxie versus Okada? Yeah, that'd be a fun. I'd show up for that one. That'd, that'd yep. be a good one. Um, Rampage stuff happened that was worth the fucking watching. Yep. There was a match that shouldn't have been on Rampage, though, but it was on Rampage. Yeah. Very good. Should have got uh, longer than it got. Uh, Santana yep. versus Ortiz. Um, just beat the shit out of each other. These are two men who are not happy with each other. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely did a good job of getting that across. Um, like, we'll never know how real that stuff is. But yeah. neither man seemed to be taking liberties. Um, no. There was, a, there was a weird fucking powerbomb <laughs> from oh, Santana did on Ortiz. I don't know what that was about. That was a bit odd, that one, yes. Um, But yeah, th- this was a really good match, and should have been on a pay-per-view yeah to be fair that could have been pay-per-view quality match there if you, you could have given boys an extra 10 minutes and you had, had mayhem it, it was almost a bittersweet match for me because i'm such a big fan of Sertano, santana and ortiz it's <coughs> sad that this is this is it maybe not forever but you know it's i don't know i'm, I'm gonna contradict myself by saying the opposite for another match but i think this one um uh, the other match I'm referring to stands on its own. You could put it, you know, in somebody's backyard and people would show up for it. I think this one needed the pay-per-view to build the match up because mm-hmm. we, like, like this should be important, um, yep. but it didn't feel as important as it should have. And why the fuck was Sanji not there? <laughs> yeah, he's trying to recruit fucking Ortiz. Ortiz. Ah! <laughs> Like he would not fit in that group. Hey, Sanjay, what you doing here? Yeah, you're gonna get killed, Ron. Yep. Um, and what else happened? So there, there was the four way match. We we talked about that with a woman that uh, happened on one. Um, so very quickly, the the sky blue Willow Nightingale, Chris Statlander stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, Statlander is trying to be all like, "What's what's wrong?" Um, t- Sky Blue just doesn't have much for me. It's like I don't know. He's got spooky makeup. Mm. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> she's like strappy teenager." Yeah. Where's her happy gear and her happy Ju- music? Julia Hart was like really subtle with it. I think. Yes. With her being with the uh, varsity fuckwits or whatever the fuck they called themselves. Yep. Um, and and then eventually turned on them. Uh, whereas, like, well, or Sky Blue just started wearing weird makeup and uh, acting, acting like um, she wasn't allowed out for the night. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Willow's got it in one eye and she's sort of like, 
Nah, I'm still happy. Fuck it. Well, it's great. Yeah. Um, she 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 does uh opponent for tonight in her newest uh here to get get your defenses in before you lose this title match. Uh, Kip Sabian is is there so Mark Briscoe has someone to beat up? Yep. Or Kip Sabian. <laughs> well, Mark Briscoe's back. Mm. Um, and then yeah, Kay Fletcher versus uh, Takeshita was was very good. Fuck, it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He, uh, right. Ka- yeah, Kai Fletcher's right. so fucking good, and uh, yep. he's gonna be a big deal. The other boy's fucked. Yeah, I feel for him. That's a real unfortunate injury, and for the guy, your partner, to suddenly, you know, Take shine. Uh, um, and I don't think this is like the Alpha Flight. Not Alpha Flight. That's a fucking comic book thing. No, wait, it is Alpha. What? What did you call them? Top flight. Oh, top flight. Uh, top flight. I don't think this is a top flight th- uh, situation because Kyle Fletch has got a lot, lot more charisma, is more comfortable on the mic than yep. um, uh, Martin. I don't. I so uh, he's really shining at the minute uh, yep. <laughs> in singles, and they're giving him like class A opponents. They know? are. They are. Uh, <laughs> he's he's definitely getting the push. Um, in the ring with Takeshita you're always going to shine as well because Takeshita is such a fucking class act mm. aye win or lose you're going to look that good that finish show was absolutely savage fucking Takeshita just took his fucking head off <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that's what they do with Takeshita it's like I you'll have a normal match for a while and then it's almost like he goes right fuck this and just empties his opponent <laughs> <laughs> It's like he's playing with his food. Like I know, I know they're trying to make out that Will Hobbs is the muscle of the Don Callis family. It's like, nope, nope. <laughs> it's still the Kesta. Will Hobbs just angry because he was a mark when he was eight. <laughs> True. <laughs> Jericho was rude to his granny. <laughs> That's basically his whole beef. Yeah, that's his whole thing. I fucked up Jericho nearly killed him because he was rude to my granny in 1998. I want mine served cold, really cold. It's like, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Kai Fletcher hits the cash that with a chair after, then Don Callis is like, Yep, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But you know what? The cast will remember this. <laughs> They'll be like, ah, all right, then, fine. The moment Sammy Guevara's <coughs> no one not injured anymore, the cast is just gonna fucking empty Fletcher. Is he injured or is he on paternity? Did he have his way in yet or what? Or? No, he is legit injured as well. Right, okay, okay. During the, what match was it? It was a match with Jericho. Uh, uh, Sammy got a legit injury. Hmm. Um, a good few really good matches on Collision. Um, yep. Jay White and AR Fox was fantastic. Um, yep. The crowd really got behind Fox. Oh, they did. Hey, Bullet Club were so good at coming across like shits. 
Like when they first come out, they always get the cheer because of the Bullet Club. But the moment the match kicks off, they're like, "Nah, hang on, we need to be, you know, disliked here." And they're just really good at getting the crowd to boo them. Mm. Um, <laughs> would you get MGS? We uh, <laughs> we sneaky try and steal the belt. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He came in the security. That was really good. I like that. Like he's, um, he's he's a good guy, but he's still MJF. He's still gonna be a sneaky wee bastard. I mean, it's not stealing; it's his belt. Oh yeah, but it's the way he sort of like <laughs> as soon as it doesn't go right, he just legs it. <laughs> Get yep, the fuck out of there. Um, McGinnis, of course, being all what a coward trying to steal the belt. <laughs> you're like, yes, McGinnis. <laughs> um, Guns beat uh, the boys, which you know. It's just a, I uh, was expecting something here. What were you expecting? Well, it was the ass boys were in the ring for a squash match, and I was all <gasps> like, it's the ass boys. It's three days before Halloween. Oh, right, where, right, right. Where the fuck is he? Nope. Why? Why? I, I don't get why not Halloween. There's big rumors it's tonight. Day after Halloween. The day after Halloween. <laughs> but there's big rumors it's tonight. He's been he's been putting uh, messages up on his Twitter and stuff. So right, this, okay. this could be the night. Brace. <laughs> okay. If anything seems unusual, I'm I'm bracing for it. I hope they just have him fuck someone up. That would be amazing <laughs> if he came out as evil Danhausen and just emptied someone. Um, Ryan Nemeth made a just yeah. took t- <laughs> <laughs> just took right. his life into his own hands. Ryan Nemeth is on fucking ring. I really like I really like Lexi there now. So Ryan Nemeth's gonna ask CJ to manage him. He's like (laughs) turns to Lexi, he's like, a hug for good luck. She's like, not a chance. (laughs) She just walks away. (laughs) I love the fact that obviously you you don't see you hear the door being opened. And he turns very grim faced, and instead of running for his life, he still goes, uh, is CJ a bit? <laughs> uh, why why would you get in? <laughs> why would you walk into that room? Yep. He just gets murdered by Miro. Um we get Keith Lee and, and Shane Taylor be still talking about the long history they've had that yep. no one really cares about. Keith Lee feels like he's been left behind. Oh, yes. I, we never even got the, a, a payoff to Keith Lee and Spurs Strickland. Nope. What are we doing? He's like, here, fight this Shane Taylor. But what the fuck are we doing? So Tony Khan hates woman and Keith Lee. Yep. Well, I don't understand. It was that Keith, he's a big guy, big name. Like, is his worry that, oh, I can't have you fight guys because it's just completely unbelievable if they beat you? Is that but what it is? He has Samoa Joe. He's a yeah. same kind of build. Um, and, and it's wrestling? <laughs> yep. Yep. If, if two people can tell a good story, anyone can beat anyone. Oh, we, have, <laughs> we have watched Orange Cassidy beat all manner of giants. Yep. Like, and, and, yep. or, um, Fuck it, yeah. They're, they're, that no, that's not even close to a reason. The, I, I just don't get it. A hook, and he, he's portrayed as a killer. So. 
I don't know. I don't know what his problem is with Keith Lee because I feel bad because I like Keith Lee, and it's like, what are we doing with him? Hmm. Mm. Uh, what else that we have happened? Samoa Joe squashed uh Rat Twit Rat Twitus Titus. Oh yeah. Um, and then uh, QT's back. Yep. With that useless wee fuck. <laughs> Arn Solo. <laughs> Why do uh, I yeah. hate Arn Solo so much? I don't get I don't it. He's my Griff Garrison. He's your Griff Garrison. Who the fuck is Arn Solo? Uh, um, where was it we had Joe chatting to MJF? Was that Dynamite where he basically uh, says, uh, I'll be your friend? But, oh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, he, I, he's call my name when you need help or whatever. Yep. Um, Ricky Starks beat Dax Harwood. That was a good match. That was a good match as well. We had the House of Black lurking. <laughs> and then we had the final, final return of the LFI. Yeah. And they attacked House of Black. Yep. That's going to be brilliant, though. Yeah, well, but uh, you have to ask why. Or is this like, oh, we're just going for the baddest fuckers in the room? That's exactly what this is. You, you, it's like people say when you go to prison, you find the biggest bastard you can and bite his finger off. Mm. Mm. So they thought, well, well, there's a house of black. There's nobody bigger and badder than that. So <laughs> get, get LFI versus fucking house of black. That'll be amazing. Uh, Good who? To see Ruth, finally. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, who the fuck is Tracy Williams? Uh, I don't know. Why? Because <laughs> Claudio beat the fuck out of him and did all uh, of uh, Okada and Danielson's moves on him. Oh, that hot sauce guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that guy. Didn't even get a proper announcement. It's like, hot sauce. So- oh, Jesus. Yep, yep. I remember him from Dark. Um... Yeah, and then the, the main event. Oh, fuck me. What a match. They brought Jim Ross out to shit all over it, um, but yep, even did. that couldn't ruin it. Nope. Kenny uh, MJF. They give it 40 minutes as well, so you knew it was a big fucking deal. Yeah. Um, deserved it. Uh, this was a pay-per-view level <laughs> match. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll watch forty minutes. Of this. And on the past, it was like when Punk was getting his forty minute minute, and I was like, "Oh, it's too long. It's too long." It's like, well, after about fifteen minutes, CM Punk ran out of shit to do. Yeah, <laughs> these two did not. Nope. Um, yeah, it started real real slow. Uh, I love the um the trading uh, dives to the outside. So you know, Kenny does his uh, tope corle corle <laughs> Yep, tope cornhole. Um, <laughs> and then fucking MJF ones up him with the I don't even know what you call that one diving the the fucking backflip yeah basically it's like jumping backflip it's almost uh, like a, a, a high jump jump but he lands on his feet uh, he's not graceful with it <laughs> nope but it's he still it. <laughs> he, he does it yeah, but I think that's on purpose because he's looking like a guy who doesn't do um yeah. Like jumps to the outside, doing a jump to the outside because the the crowd want him to do it. Yep. Well, that's his whole thing. He always says, you know, he'd rather you know wrestle smarter, not harder. Mm. So, 
but yeah, the the trades there were very good, and just the whole, the whole, there was a lot of mat and trying to outdo each other that way was very cool as well. Yeah, this was just a real good face v face. Uh, I thought it yeah. was it was very it was a very new Japan style match. Yeah, um, where it's yeah there isn't there isn't an out no bad guy or good guy, um, and it's just two guys trying to outdo each other in the ring um, yeah. for a long ass time. Um, and they made it feel like a big deal. Like, see, like having the countdown for the commercial breaks and all. It's like, oh, it's only 90 seconds. We'll be back because we have to see this action. Yeah. Um, and it didn't really get bogged down because because of them doing that. Um, they're like, right, we'll not we'll not do the rest hold break thing and and not interrupt the flow of the match. Because that's a problem with the longer TV matches as well. Yeah, is, four minutes. Yeah, that 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 break. Um, slows everything down and ruins yep. the flow. But in this, we're like right ninety seconds, and you guys just do do what you have to do in that ring. Mm. Um, uh, well, I have to definitely discuss Kenny's powerbomb through the table. That looked nasty as fuck. But when you when they showed you the other angle, because at first I thought, oh Jesus, oh, this isn't going well. I thought you meant the one where MJF stuck his knee out, and I was like, what? What were you trying to do there? Because that looked fucking dodgy. Oh, the one that was on the side of the. No, it was oh, the, in, the... it was in the ring, and he had had. Um... Oh yeah, that's his that's his backbreaker. Yeah, firebomb under the knee. Aye, aye. But he went fucking on his head after it. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> um, but the the one to the outside from the first angle, it just looked like Kenny had dropped MJF on his neck, and I was like, oh my fucking god, that didn't go well. But then when they showed you the second angle, fucking Kenny's in control the whole time, mm. just makes it look mad, and you're like. Fuck, that's how good he is. He can make something look bad. Ken, Kenny's very, very good at that. And it's like half time you, you're thinking, fucking hell, that looks. It, it's like the uh, Osprey Tiger Driver. Yeah. Um, it's just what I was about to come to. I, we all uh, thought that was like, oh, Jesus. And he's absolutely like, fine. I, but if you watch it in slow motion, you can see. You, you can see he's rolling through it. Yep. Uh, and like, it's not. At, he's. It doesn't actually land on his head, but it looks nope. very much like he lands on his head. He's so good at that. Um, of course, the the so the the crescendo of this match was absolutely insane. I at one point I was literally sitting here and I did not know what way it was going to go. I was like, "Oh my fucking god, are they going to do what I think they're going to do?" Because there was a few times I thought MJF's out. This is it. There's no fucking ways uh, kicking out of this. I said again. That's it's a very. Uh, this was very close to New Japan side. It's almost like when Don Callis came walking out. He's like, "No, don't, don't fucking, don't do this. Aye. Don't do this." Aye. Um, uh, they didn't. Uh, they. Uh, it was the referee threw him out before he even got yep. to do anything. Ref threw him out before anything happened. Um. Yeah, because th- this one, like, just, just clean finish. Let's go. Uh, the, yep. the, the match deserves a clean finish um it's that good i love the the so kenny goes for the one-winged angel and mjf does a fucking poison rana and then mm. kenny just flies off the ropes and v triggers him and the two of them are lying mm. there and you're like this is fucking amazing we also see like, mjf do a panama sunrise yes well the first time he goes for it uh something went he got fucked up the first time kenny yeah. counters him into something and you're like oh jesus what a counter then the second time he goes for it, but Kenny still kicks out, and you're like, "This is amazing! This is fucking amazing!" Yeah, the second Panama that, Sunrise, yeah, he hits it. Then that leads to the Heat Seeker, which uh, yep. gets MJF the three. 
he is well as of now he is officially the longest reigning world champion in he is AEW history um I feel we should very quickly talk about what happened when the cameras went off as well. Uh, Just before that, want to ask you, was that MGS Fest match? I would say yes. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that. I genuinely believe that is MGF's best wrestling. It's yeah. his best one-on-one match. His best wrestling match. Like You've got the dog collar match, which was very, very good. Um, yep. You've got the, the Danielson... Um, Iron, Iron Man, Man match. match that was fantastic as well, but his it was, four-way match this year was very good. Yeah, the, the four pillars very good, but this but straight up the, one-on-one. The, uh, this for me was right up my street in terms of style, um, mm-hmm. and the the way it was wrestled, but in that very like back and forth. Like I, no one does the two face, um, like you know that that real fucking shonen anime style of wrestle match few people do that better than kenny omega um i was gonna say there's the there's the you know once again there's that factor into greatest match ever for someone because kenny was there he's the goat man he really (laughs) is there's there's nobody i I know the way people arguing left right and center all this that and the other it's like he said it himself at the end he's all if you go back so many years, I'm always mentioned in the top matches of the year, and I intend to do that for the next good couple of years as well. And you know he will. He mm. is fucking br- uh Will Osprey himself described Kenny Omega as a mad scientist when it comes to wrestling. His yeah. head is always ticking with things and ideas to come up with. Yeah, he's never he- a guy to, to stick to fundamentals and say, oh, well, the, you have to do this, this, and this. He, he just pushes it. And then, then to that point where he has effectively helped shape this style of modern new japan and like his matches have a very distinct feel to them um mm-hmm. and it's just so fucking good fantastic match and then i genuinely think mjf was feeling very emotional when kenny was chatting about him put, they put, put themselves over when they were off the air <laughs> yeah but or putting yeah. each other over sorry putting each other over mjf speech was very good when he was saying when he was what 19 or something there was no need for Kenny to sit and chat to him and Kenny just helped him out as much as he could it was pretty cool and then obviously Kenny was sort of like I was worried for a long time that my shoes weren't going to be filled but now I'm I'm feeling okay I know that there'll be someone here when I'm not doing this anymore so it's like sweet mm, absolutely fantastic match um, yep a top contender for match of the year easily and it was yeah. on fucking TV. I would say. When I when I see get out of AEW, there's like some like very questionable book in terms of the woman stuff and that, and then then you'll you'll get a match like that, and you're like, Jesus, why why can't it just be this from top to bottom? Why can't why can't you let the woman do this as well? But you know, you you have to ask Tony Khan. That, I know the answer. And we know they can. We know they can. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, they've got the, the talent on the roster to do it uh, just need to let them do it I guess that's going to do us for another week we end yep. up going long but uh, that match had, had to deserve the time but uh, for now oh, okay. All right. that, that'll do us and we'll see you again next week we'll bid you adieu <laughs> good night and bang or something I don't know <laughs> 
You have to blow the kiss. <laughs> nah. Oh, shit. I stopped the thing. We're still on. We're not, right, pal. Oh, we'll, end with, we'll end with this. I really don't care about that stupid idiot turkey tournament.